One of the most heartwarming things about Jesus Christ is His compassion and care for every person. Hello, I'm Phil Sanders, and this is a Bible study in search of the Lord's way. Today we're going to explore the compassion of Christ. In all the hurry and hustle and confusion of modern living, the Lord has the way. We believe that the Bible is the revelation of His way. We invite you to join us in Search of the Lord's Way with Phil Sanders. Welcome to In Search of the Lord's Way. We're here to search the Scriptures for God's will. The more we know the Scriptures, the more we understand God. 1 John 4, 7-9 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. And anyone who doesn't love doesn't know God, because God is love. And in this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son, His only begotten Son into the world, so that we might live through Him. Yes, the death of Jesus on the cross clearly reveals God's love and compassion for every person in this sinful world. He loves you. And thanks for taking time with us today. We love hearing from you, and we want to be a part of your life each week. The word compassion means the suffering of another person deeply touches one's own heart with deep empathy. This empathy arises from love and affection. And Jesus loved us so in such a way that He was willing to sacrifice Himself for our sins. Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus couldn't leave us in the desperate, lost condition where He found us. He acted with compassion to deliver and redeem us from spiritual death which means we'd be eternally separated from God. The Lord Jesus said in John 15, 12 to 13, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Jesus loved us with this greatest kind of love of all time. He loved us so much that he laid down his life to cruel men, in order to save us. You might think, well, I don't need saving. Are you sure? Did Christ die for nothing? Now, we offer this study free on the compassion and love of Christ. And if you'd like a printed copy of our study and live in the United States, mail your request to In Search of the Lord's Way, Post Office Box 371, Edmond, Oklahoma, 73083 or send an email to searchtv at searchtv.org. Or you can call our toll-free telephone number. That number is 1-800-321-8633. We also have materials free on our website at searchtv.org, or you can find them also on YouTube. We'll now worship in song. We'll read from Matthew 9, 35 to 38, and we'll explore the compassion of Jesus Christ.
Our reading today comes from Matthew 9, 36 to 38. And here the apostle, the inspired apostle Matthew, helps us to look into the heart of Jesus Christ to see his compassion. Seeing the people, he felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dispirited, that is, downcast like sheep without a shepherd. And then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Jesus cared about the souls of every person, and he knew that they needed his help, and he was willing to give it. He had compassion. Let us pray. Father, help us to have the compassion that Jesus had, to love every person and to help them to come to know you and to love you the way that Jesus did. Father, help us to give ourselves fully and freely to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus was both divine and human. He understood what it was like to have passed through the heavens, but he also understood our weaknesses as humans. He knew the human spirit was willing to do God's will, but the Lord also realized that human flesh was weak to sin. Sometimes people who have committed sin feel so guilty and ashamed that they fear approaching Jesus. And they don't realize the compassion of the Lord Jesus towards those who humbly and penitently approach Him. He understands temptation and is willing to help us in our struggles against sin. Hebrews 4, 14-16 says, Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence, boldness, draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Our Lord Jesus is full of mercy and grace. He's willing to help us overcome our temptations and sin when we come boldly to Him. Since Jesus lived as a human on this earth, He understands the physical needs of people. 
He knows the needs to drink water, to eat food, to keep warm and to rest. And on more than one occasion, Jesus took note of the people's physical needs. Matthew 15, 32 to 38 says, Then Jesus called His disciples to Him and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they've been with Me now three days and have nothing to eat. And I'm unwilling to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. And the disciples said to Him, well, where, where are we to get enough bread in such a desolate place to feed so great a crowd? And Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? And they said, Seven and a few small fish. And directing the crowd to sit down on the ground, He took the seven loaves and the fish, and having given thanks, He broke them and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds, and they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up seven baskets full of the broken pieces of leftover. Now, those who ate were 4,000 men besides women and children. The Lord Jesus taught us the need for compassion on those who are hurting, maybe from an accident or from a crime. You see, we all face unexpected problems, and we're thankful that someone out there cares for us enough to help. Well, during His ministry, Jesus showed compassion on those who were ill, those who were maimed, those who were blind and deaf, and those who were demon-possessed. The inspired apostle Matthew was an eyewitness of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he said in Matthew 4, 23-24, And he went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every kind of disease and every affliction among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, those having seizures and paralytics, and he healed them. The Lord Jesus was not only compassionate himself, he wanted the people who follow him to show compassion also. And so he taught in a parable in Luke 10, 30-37, that a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now, by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I'll repay you when I come back. Which of these three, Jesus asks, do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? And he said, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, you go and do likewise. The Lord also knew the heartache that people suffer when they lose a loved one. You know, we, we sing Frank Graff's songs, Does Jesus Care? And I love the words of the chorus, Oh yes, He cares. I know He cares. His heart is touched with my grief. When the days are weary, and long nights dreary, 
I know my Savior cares. Luke 7, 11 to 17 says Jesus went to a town called Nain. And His disciples and uh, a great crowd went with Him. And as He drew near to the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a considerable crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, He had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. And then He came up and He touched the bier, that is, the casket, and the bearer stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak. And Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all. And they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report spread about him spread through the whole of Judea and all the surrounding country. Yes, the Lord Jesus does indeed visit His people, and He knows all that happens to them, both the good and the bad. When Jesus' friend Lazarus passed away, you remember that Jesus showed compassion to Martha and Mary. John 11:33-36 says that when Jesus saw her, that is Mary, weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, He was deeply moved in His spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? I tell you, when you grieve, the Lord knows it and he cares. Peter encourages us in 1 Peter 5 and verse 7 to cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Psalm 33:18 says, Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear Him, on those who hope in His steadfast love. Again, David said in Psalm 34, 4-7, I sought the Lord, and He answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to Him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. David said about this poor man cried, speaking of himself, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. The Apostle Paul could agree and say in Philippians 4, verses 5 to 7, Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Jesus also showed great compassion on those in His culture who were thought of as sinners and even the tax collectors. The religious elite of that time were cruel to such people. They looked down on them with contempt. Luke 15, 1-7 says, Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear Him, that is Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So He told them this parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he's lost one of them, 
does not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. And when he's found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Then Jesus said, Just so. I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. We, we shouldn't let our imperfections and sins make us think the Lord Jesus would reject us. When we're humble and penitent, the Lord Jesus opens His heart to us. Jesus said about finding the lost sheep in Luke 15 and verse 7, I tell you that in the same way there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Now when the woman rejoiced over finding her lost coin, the Lord Jesus said in Luke 15, 10, in the same way I tell you there's joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Luke 15, 20-24 reveals God's compassion over the return of the prodigal son. And he arose and he came to his father. Don't you know this boy was afraid? But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion. And the father ran and embraced him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand, shoes on his feet, and bring the fattened calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead, and now he's alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to celebrate. Now when the older son became angry and grumbled at the father's celebration, the father replied, Son, you've always been with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice, for this brother of yours was dead and has begun to live. He was lost and has been found. I tell you, it is right to rejoice. It is right to celebrate the repentance of anyone who has left sin and come home to the Lord. We also see the heart of Jesus in Matthew 23. There Jesus repeatedly described the scribes and Pharisees as hypocrites, condemning their ways. And He frankly said of them in verse 33, He said, You serpents, you brood of vipers, how will you escape the sentence of hell? Now you'd think Jesus would never have any desire for such people. But the Lord wanted to save even these hypocrites. The Lord Jesus could express His sorrow and compassion in Matthew 23, 37-38. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. 
And so he says, see, your house is left to you desolate. Yes, Jesus grieved over these souls. Now, it was not that Jesus was unwilling to take them under His wing. It was they who were unwilling to believe and obey Him. My friend, if the Lord rejects you on the day of judgment, that rejection first started with your rejection of Him. On the night Jesus was betrayed, He washed the feet of Judas Iscariot and called Him friend. Jesus loves even those who do not love Him. He demonstrated His love for the ungodly, the sinners, and His enemies by going to the cross, Romans 5, 6-10. And no matter who you are or what you've done, the Lord still loves you and wants you to be saved and to love Him. Let's pray together. Father, we're thankful that You have such great compassion on us even though we are so weak and flawed. And Father, we're thankful that through the blood of Your Son, Jesus, there is a way and a path to freedom from sin and to eternal life and to forgiveness. Help us, Heavenly Father, to follow in the paths of Your Son, Jesus. It's in His name we pray. Amen. Jesus has always loved the soul of every person. Hebrews 2 and verse 9 says, But we see Him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God He might taste death for every one. Now He's always cared for the lost. You might say in your heart, Well, I've sinned so much that I, I'm not sure I could be saved. My friend, 
the people Jesus died for were all sinners, including you and me. And His, bud, His blood can cleanse all sin. Matthew 9, 36 to 38 reminds us that when He saw the crowds, He had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And then He said to His disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into His harvest. I tell you, we are all helpless to save ourselves by ourselves. We need the Lord to rescue, deliver, and redeem us from our sinful past and to lead us to a better way of life than the destructive path of sin. Now you can start that new life by placing your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews 11 and verse 6 says, Without faith it's impossible to please Him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who seek Him. Turn from your sins and repentance and follow Jesus Christ. Confess Jesus Christ as the Son of God and make Him your Lord and be baptized. Now, baptism into Christ is an immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Acts 2 and verse 38. And when you're baptized, God forgives you. He adds you to His church and makes you His child. We hope that today's study about the compassion of Christ has helped you to come to know the Lord. And if you live in the United States and want a free printed copy of this message, mail your request to In Search of the Lord's Way, Post Office Box 371, Edmond, Oklahoma 73083. Or you can send an email to searchtv at searchtv.org or call the search office toll-free at 1-800-321-8633. There's also a schedule of our programs and a map with the location of churches in your area at searchtv.org. And you can watch Search anytime on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, Search TV Ministry. We hope that today you will focus your mind at church and that you'll worship with them and that you'll look for that church home that can make such a difference in your life. We want you to draw close to God and one way to do that is to be a part of an active congregation. Everybody needs a church family and there's probably a Church of Christ near you. And if you're looking for a healthy biblical church home, we'll be glad to help you find one. Well, as always, we say we'll be back next week. So keep searching God's Word with us. God bless you, and we love you from all of us at In Search of the Lord's Word. Oh, baby,